Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Religion and Relationships. Uh, if you are just joining us, my name is Bradford. And my name is Miguel. And if you are returning, welcome back. Uh, we hope you're enjoying the conversation. Great to have you here. Um, we hope that today is going to be a good day. Um, we, we're just, today we're talking about worshiping the Lord. Um, and, you know, just the different styles of worship. Because um, I know it occurred to me one Sunday that... Huh, I worship I worship God in a totally different way than the person in front of me right now cuz I'm the more of the stoic um I sit there and I fold my arms sometimes I touch the seat in front of me and and I just kind of kind of tap to the beat maybe. Yeah. Um but I just sit there. But the guy in front of me at that um that day was he was had his hands up, you know, he was really just shouting to the Lord, just really praising him. And I, and 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 I was thinking like if to if a person was to look at me, would they see would would they think that I'm not worshiping and he is or vice versa you know? So I wanted to talk about that. I thought that would be a good uh conversation to talk to you guys about. Um. So I guess we should go into the definition. Yeah, go ahead and read it. Right. So the uh worship is in a noun. Uh, is a noun. For this one and it says the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity uh, mm -hmm. as a verb it is show reverence and adoration for a deity but this is the interesting part honor with religious rites okay um so that's just the dictionary here on if you just look up definition of worship the first thing that pops up on google that's what we're reading from um so let's get into it. What is what does worship look like to you? I'm gonna give you a minute to to think about that. What what do you think when you think of worship? What what does that look like? Personally, when I think of worship, you know, um, as you guys are thinking, I'm gonna ramble for a couple of seconds to give you guys some time to you know just think about it. All right, for me, worship is the way you live your life, the way you interact with other people, the way mm. you handle your money, the way you serve in your community, the way you talk to people in your church, you know, your parents, the way you love your spouse, the way you love your brothers, the way you love your neighbor, the way you decide to give 20 bucks to that, that homeless guy on the street that you see every day, but you never talk to him, or you know, every time you take him out and have lunch with him or, or dinner or breakfast, whatever it may be. Worship's essentially, uh, personally to me, it's the way the way we act as the image of God, you know, the mm -hmm. way we carry out his will, the way we take care of the world, which he's placed us in. Okay. So, um, for some of you out there, um, and I do, we do want to hear your thoughts on it. It, I want to know if, if the first thing that came to your mind was the guy who has their hands up during the worship service and, and really just singing aloud. Because sometimes, I'm not saying for, I'm not pointing nobody out or anybody. Um, I'm just putting this out there. Sometimes you could do that, but still not worship God. Definitely. And, you, know, you think so? I agree. I agree, yeah. Um, because, because God looks for um, the true and, and the, where the heart is. Like he, he looks for the heart. And he knows your heart better than you know yourself. You know? Definitely. So that guy, I'm not. I'm. I don't want to put him out there, but he he might 
have his hands up and screaming and the Lord is good. Thank you, God, or whatever. And and it could all just on be the a show. inside of his heart, he's like, dang, I got bills to pay. I wonder what I'm going to eat when I get home. You know, things like that. He, he's not there. And if you read the book of Amos, um, God also says that, like, I don't I don't want your your worship, your your uh, empty worship, your empty prayers. You know, like God, God was angry in Amos. I, I challenge you to yeah, read it because uh, I'm going to go ahead and read the verse that he's referring to. Yeah. Uh, Amos five. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the peace offerings of your fanned animals, I will not look upon them. Take away from me the noises of your songs to the melody of your harps. I will not listen. Again, that's Amos 5, 22, 23. And what we got to keep in mind is that at the time, the people that Amos is referring to on God's behalf, they weren't worshiping God. They weren't honoring God. They weren't mm-hmm. following the commandments. Israel at the time was not doing what God has called them to do. They failed. They, yeah, they failed. So when they did try to do the things God asked them, you know, on the ritualistic parts, I guess you'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did not accept it because their heart was not in the right place. And it, and it's funny because if you read Amos through and through, there's this uh, there's this day that they were looking forward to where God would come in and just destroy all of all of their enemies. But at the same time, he was he was talking more through to Jerusalem and saying you will also be destroyed you will also be um included in my destruction so and everybody was like surprised when Amos was re- telling them that you know as as a prophet so um i challenge you to read it it's a good read uh, it's short as well so don't be too scared to read it but anyway um the different kinds of worship I, w- I want kind of want to get into like the your spiritual gifts um and also the the season that you're in like is is this just a tribulation um tri- uh, a trying time a tribulation season for you or maybe it's a a season of milk and honey <laughs> you know like where, yeah where it's you're just feeling good you know are you still going to worship god the same because god wants you both through the bad and the good yeah uh is james 5 13 says it. Uh, let me pull it up right quick because you know your boy's on his phone, so it's going to take him a little bit of time. All right, so James 5, 13, it says like this. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. You know, it's you praise God, you worship God, both when life is getting hard and it sucks and you're just like, why God, why God? And you praise and worship him when life is good, when life is happy, when you just got that new car. You just got the new house. You just got the promotion. You know, you're making all your bills being on time. You know, you just got married. You just have a kid, whatever it may be. He wants you when, when life is good because he bestowed those gifts upon you. He wants you in the bad because that's when he's close to you. He's always close to you, but that's when you need to depend on him. And, and it's, it's, it's cool because as, as we said um, during the first episode, I believe, we're talking that God is there whether you like it or not, you know, he's Definitely. like, he's, he's, he's personal, you know, he's uh, just going, going deeper into it. Like he, he's your friend. He, he's the guy that could fulfill all facets. Oh, if he need, if you need a friend, he's your friend. If you need a father, he's your father. If you need, um, 
um, just just somebody just to talk to and a therapist, he's there and he's like, I want to listen. You know, he he would he would take that and and get really personal in it, and he would he really wants to hear from you. Yeah. Um, which 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 goes into um, Psalms thirteen, which uh I think is is just a really good showing of in the bad times because I know most of us we try to clean ourselves before we get to the shower. What yeah. do I mean by that? You know, because we're sinful. We know we're in sin. Mm. We know we're um we're mm. we're good. bad. But when we go to Christ, He's like, come. Come, come down. Let me wash you. Yes, you were wallowing in with the swine. You were eat, thinking about eating their food as well. You know, come. Let me wash you. Let me feed you. You know, and and we're like, no, no. I'm gonna wash myself. You know. So so, how does worship in this in the time in those times where you're like, you know, that you're you're that you're angry, that you're that you feel upset, confused, or whatever. Um. How does that, how does God react to that? Um, not react, I, I guess, how, how should you put it, right? Um, so today we're in Psalms 13, and we're going to read the whole chapter here. Um, and this is the English Standard Version for those of you who, who read that. Okay, so how long, O Lord, chapter 13, verses 1 through 6. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice but because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Um, here, here I, just generally speaking, you see, you see how he's feeling. Yeah, definitely. Right? Um, you feel, at least for me personally, I feel anger. Why aren't you talking to me? You know, well... You also feel a little bit of anxiety, like will my will I sleep the sleep of death? You know, will my uh, enemies actually prevail and be exalted? You know, understand? So, so he's coming to Christ. Uh, I mean, to God, and and bringing this. But I feel like it's important to to say how he's doing that, right? Well, personally, for me, I'd say he's feeling not so much angry, but more of abandoned. Mm. He's saying. Am I going to die tonight, God? Are my enemies finally going to conquer over me? You know, have you left me? Why, why don't I see you anymore? Why can't I feel you anymore? Why can't I hear you anymore, God? Where are you? Yeah. I think it's more of a sense of abandonment. But even in his abandonment, you, say, you could see that he's still worshiping God and praising God. You know, as verse 6 says, I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. You know, even though he feels abandoned, even though he feels distant from God, he still said he still clearly sees everything God has given him, everything God has done for him. So so I think it's important to that we first look at how um how he's bringing his his worries. 
Yeah. You know, because it's it's easy to be like um to have a trying time, you know, um and accuse God of malice. Accuse God of you're you're not gonna you're not gonna feed me. You're not gonna you're not gonna do what you promised me, you know. So he's he's doing the exact opposite and he's like, Look, I'm not accusing you, I'm questioning. Are you gonna feed me? Like, yeah, and 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 what that does is it humbles yourself because you're bringing yourself in a position of of um open like I'm open to an answer. I want to learn more about you. you. You get me? Yep. So from then it it kind of flourishes throughout the rest of the chapter. To him, yeah, like you were saying, he he does something beautiful in the end, which is worship God and say, "Hey God, I recognize." That you have dealt with me bountifully. I recognize that you are good and I will sing even though I feel this way. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I, the reason why I love music is because it shows um, that you could, you could sing when you're depressed. You know, those depressing songs, those sad songs, the somber tones, you know. It, it, you, could, you could sing when you're angry. You know, usually the brass, the trumpets. You know, I'm I'm just coming for vengeance, maybe a little bit of death metal. <laughs> you know, like if you like that stuff. <laughs> oof, oof. I mean, you know, a music's music, God. But, music, music. Uh, you know, like he wants to hear that, but he doesn't want to be accused. You yeah. know, just to just think about you when if if you're like, let's say, child or somebody who's smaller than you goes up to you and says, oh, you're not going to give me the lollipop like you promised. You gonna be like, excuse you? Now you're not gonna get a lollipop, you know. <laughs> but now, but instead, he's like, hey, uh, hey, you know, tugs at your shirt. He says, are you gonna give me the lollipop? You promised, you know. That's a totally. And if anything, your heart melts and it wants to give you the lolly, give the, give him or her the lollipop faster, you know. Um, and and God wants to hear that as 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 a child of God. He, he wants to hear your and, your love. And it's not going to sway God no matter how you come at him. Mm-hmm. But the way you approach God is, a, is in a humble place. In a, you are my God and I am your creation. I am not above you. You are above me. Anything I do will never be right in your eyes. Only what Jesus has done is right. Yes. So when you come to him humbly as a little kid who tugs on the shirt, you're putting yourself in a position you're supposed to be in as his Ooh. child, as your creation. Ooh. I can't, I can't so. agree anymore. <laughs> I feel that. Um, dude, that is, that's good. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah cause. And as, you know, I, I want to keep moving along because there's more things we need to talk about, about worship, like, you know, spiritual gifts. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, it's the spiritual gifts like being a leader. You know, yeah. You know, you're you're volunteering your time. Um, people who volunteer their time, people who come to church and set up. You know, this or or the singers, the pe- the people who do the worshiping uh, on the stage. You you know, sing for you. Um, what else? What are the gifts like? There's well, this. I want to say any gift you use, essentially, not certain ones. Any mm-hmm. gift, whether any it's, gift, yeah. What's Art. discernment? Mm-hmm. You know, the, I'm t- I'm talking about spiritual gifts that are listed in the Bible, not talents you have. You know, as a person that God's given you, I mean spiritual gifts, you know. Where it's discernment, you know, you worship God in your ability to discern what is right, what is wrong, what is what is from him, what isn't, you know, as a leader, as you know, as a shepherd, as a teacher, as an you know, apostleship, you know, whether you're planning churches, 
whether you're, you know, are you using your gifts to honor God? You know, if you're a worship leader, are you, are you leading the people in worship properly? Are you living a life that allows you to lead people in worship? You know, if you so, have words of wisdom, are you speaking wisdom in other people's lives? I have, I have the list here of, of the gifts. Um, so we have administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gift of administration is organizing multiple tasks and groups of people. Okay. Apostleship. Uh, that's, that's more like church planning, storing the word and stuff like that. Uh, pioneer new churches and ministries. Yep. Craftsmanship. Um, build work with your hands. Discernment. Uh, identifying falsehood to distinguish between right and wrong. Yeah. Uh, evangelism. Mm-hmm. You, I think you, that's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Ex- exhortation, which is the comfort to or urge others to action um, through written or spoken word. Um, and you know that some, some yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes those, those spo- spoken words like really hit you deep. When they hit, they hit. <laughs> when they hit, uh, they hit. You have faith, uh, un- um, belief in God and the unseen supernatural results of the arena of life yeah uh, giving healing helps uh as the helps is described as the supportive role for accomplishments hospitality intercession um to stand in the gap in prayer for someone something mm-hmm. or some place uh words word of knowledge leadership mercy miracles um to alter the natural outcomes of life in a supernatural way pastor or shepherd prophecy service uh, teaching tongues and words of wisdom, yeah. um, which is described as the ability to understand and bring clarity to situations and circumstances. So all these things are gifts that God bestowed upon us so that if we're using those gifts, we bear fruit. Yeah. Does that ma- make sense? So I think that that's also a key thing of, of worship, you know, is what are you doing? The fruits that you're bearing, they, are they good to God? You know, are they, are they dead fruits or even bearing fruits? Because if you aren't bearing fruits, you're not doing what God calls you to. It means you're not, you're not essentially worshiping, worshiping God the way he created you to. Yes. And actually, um, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Um, just, this is just me speaking. There's some place in the Bible where it says, if you don't use your gifts, you, can, you lose them. You know, like, like it, you're, it's like you, you don't better yourself. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, we have to look that up. I, 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 challenge you guys to look it up for me if you if it is and we could talk about it during the uh live session but um i feel like there is some place where it's like you you need to you need to continuously use your gifts so it's like working a muscle you know if you don't use that gift you kind of lose muscle mass um but uh yeah so using those spiritual gifts i know uh that there are some powerful like prayer warriors you know praying warriors in in our church um there's also some people who who just know uh intercession right they they intercede on behalf of the church uh craftsmen i know in in our church there's there's a few of those that like they're just blessed with their hands um yeah evangelism just like those people who who just go out you know they and and I'm not going to go with through everyone, but um, I know that there's people out there that use their gifts and it's, it's beautiful to, to witness and watch, you know, how they worship God through their gifts, Yep. you know, and it's, it's not, it's not, um, oh, I'm going to be in prayer for you. No, it's like, I'm going to spread the word to you. 
I'm going to build something for God, you know, which is really beautiful. Um, yeah, and I, I think those, I think those fall into an even a, a second set of category that we, you know, which we want we want to discuss, you know, active and passive. You know, there's there's spiritual gifts that are essentially active spiritual gifts, gifts that you can you can call upon, or you know, mm-hmm. that you you have to do something for them to be put to work. And then there's passive ones, you know. No, I would say passive is more how you live your life. Well, so I well that's what I'm saying. Like encouragement, mm-hmm. that's like a passive thing. You get me? Because mm-hmm. you're just living your life, and then you you want to go ahead and encourage someone. Hey, I'll I hope you're you know, I hope you're well. You know, hey, I see what you're doing. You know, I I, I heard what you're doing. Hey, keep keep it up at work. I see that you're doing good at work. I see I see how you serve in the community. I see mm-hmm. you serve in church. Even the way even servants, you know, I you know I. My one of one of our best friends has the you know gift of serving of helps, and he doesn't think twice about it. He just does. He throws himself. You get me? It's it's it's, very it's like selfless. it's yeah. second nature to him. It's mm-hmm. like a it's a passive trait that he doesn't realize he's doing, but yet he's doing. Mm-hmm. So, so I think so, that's I think that's the difference between active and passive. What I'm trying yeah, to yeah. So so I would I would describe the difference between the two. Active active is more like, you know, you know you're doing it. Yeah, like you know, okay, I'm actively going to help this person. I'm like, cause I know I, um, I'm actively going to pray for this person right here, mm-hmm. right now. You know, like, like I'm actively doing. Passive for me is more of like I live me just by living my life and and trying to be the salt and light of this world. Um, yeah. we, you just passively, it just oozes from you. Like you, like the presence of this person is just so good. And you just don't know why, like you feel so at home or um, I know there's people out there that just that just love, you know, their ability to love and to 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 talk to people. Um, it, it's just like, yo, like, wow, I'm I'm at home here. Like, let me talk to you. I want to talk to you, you know. Yeah. So that that passive way of how people look at you and, and you just like, oh, I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, I didn't even know I had that effect on you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and people are like, yeah, well, you do. You know, when, when they when they usually come, not usually, but when they do come up and uh, talk to you. Um, that's my difference. So let's let's dive in a little deeper into what active worship is um, really quick. Um, what I believe active worship is, at least. Um, OK, so prayer is, is a good one. You're actively worshiping God, just like uh, uh, David here in, in Psalms. You know, yeah. you actively um, pray and be like, God, you are just so good singing. You know, you're you're screaming and in in a very melodic way. <laughs> you know, no, you, you some people or screamo. You know, they like, scream like <laughs> you know. Some you, people you, just release to scream like, "We love you, God." Like, <laughs> and that's okay. Like, you're so overwhelmed with the spirit, you don't know any other form to just say, "God, we love you." Yeah, and 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 it's that audible, all oh, that that really audible where your your mind is on it audibly or even just internally like you're just praying and you don't like you're just praying on the inside you know you're actively doing this you know um and you're using your gift the use of your gifts i feel like is more active because you sometimes you do think about it you know like am i going to help this person yeah you know i'm going to help them you know and then for me passive is like i said how you live your life you know how how you walk with christ and and the wake that leaves with other people, you know? Yeah. That's for me. Um, do you- I mean, I, I'd agree that 
prayer is definitely, I guess, an active form of worship because you have to, you have to answer the presence of God. You can't just start praying out of nowhere. Like you, in your heart, have to say, "I am now going to answer the presence of God and speak to Him." Mm -hmm. I'm going to conversate with God. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just walk down the street and then start praying. Like you can, but a piece of you of us a, a, a switch has to flip. Saying I am now in the presence of God. I'm now speaking to oh, yeah, my okay. creator. I was about to say, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, you, you can pray whenever you want, yeah, but yeah. a switch has to flip somewhere in your soul or in your heart or in your mind that just says, I am now speaking to God. This yeah. is not a conversation I'm having with a friend. This is God, my creator, the one who who knitted me in my mother's womb. Mm -hmm. You get me? And then I would definitely say that there are, you know, just a way. Not yeah. Yeah, I I would definitely say prayer is just an active, active form of worship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. And then even even when you sing, that's also an active form of worship because you're you're choosing to sing this song to glorify and praise yeah. God. Mm -hmm. You're not. It's not like you're singing like a pop song like on the radio and you're just humming along to it and you're going with it. When you sing worship, you're actively saying this is for you, God, only for you, God, and. By by the body you've given me, I'm going to sing this to you, God. And I think I think it's important that we answer the question, what your worship says about you, because y your worship has an effect on others, as as the passive would would suggest, or just passive, yeah. Um, um, worship is e how you how you walk with Christ and how you um move with Him is it just it leaves this. It leaves your fruit, really. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. You, you bear fruit and you, you leave it behind. And mm -hmm. people pick it up and eat it. And they, they say if it's sweet or bitter. It, would, would that be? I, I, would, I would agree in a sense with that because the way you worship God, the way you worship God in your life, I guess in the passive format, as Bradford's saying, points back to if you really believe Christ or not, if you mm -hmm. really follow what the gospel is, if you really are a true Christian, do you have the marks of a Christian? Because as Genesis, uh, I think it's one twenty seven says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. You know, we are created in God's image. So the things we do, the way we worship, the way we live our lives, if it does not reflect God and point back to God, then, you know, we're not being proper images of Christ. Mm -hmm. We're not living the way God calls us to. We're not taking care of the world the way he designed it to. Mm -hmm. You know, is the way you live your life, is the way you worship God with the life he's given you, does it honor him? Does it glorify him? Does it make people say, that person has God. I want to know God. I want to be the way I was made to be. Yeah, you like, is, is your fruit enticing, you know? Because mm -hmm. I know when I eat a, a, a good, I don't know, a orange, ooh, tangerines, you know, like those little baby ones that you could like peel with your finger. And mandarin? Like, like mandarin? Mandarins? No, tangerines. What's the difference? You know what? I don't care. What? I don't, don't care. Mandarines? What the? Is it like mandarin or like mandarin? Like, no, whatever. that's that's probably like a mandarin orange. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Like, Isn't it the same thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's, All right, whatever. it's whatever. <laughs> it, they're different strains, but basically, the where you peel off the the skin, and um, you eat the fruit on the inside, and yeah, and it's just so good. Where you're just like, dang, I need another one. 
you know, like I don't, I don't want, no, I need it, you know, like, and it, that fruit that you leave behind makes them want, okay, where's this coming from? Where's the source? You know? Yeah. And, and they come and they're like, oh snap, there's a whole feast here. Oh snap, there's people that I, I enjoy that I, that I really love and, and bring oh, them snap. to the Oh snap, I could grow this myself? Like, <laughs> I could grow, I don't have to keep depending on someone else to grow it. Like, yeah. all I need to do is get the seed from God and then just start growing and just living life for him. And then I will then bear the same fruits. Yeah, so I could then do on to others as was done on to me. Like that's crazy, and and it makes them it makes them want to learn more about what gifts that they have and and yeah. where, what God you know gave them. You know, um. So I guess I I, I want to challenge you guys, um, and and kind of ask yourself, um, what what does your worship say about you? Yeah. You know, when when you have your hands up and you're you're praising Lord or you say amen in church, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like that whole all that stuff, like does that <laughs> are you saying that with reverence or are you saying that empty? You know, is it is God listening to you or or are you mute to him? You know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So so I I want you guys to really think about that um and yeah, uh, tell us what we say. And uh, I I think the best way to check that is check your heart because check we just your heart. Yeah. Telling you what does your worship look like, you'll be like, "Oh, well, what do I do when I worship?" No, 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 no. That's not the question we're asking you. We're asking you to dig deep. Where's your heart when you do those things? As Bradford was saying, you know when you mm-hmm, amen, amen, like yeah. Is your heart behind it or are you just doing it out of like an, an action? Because everybody else does it in yeah. church or whatever, you there, know? There needs to be a heart behind it. There needs to be something in you that's just like, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Like, that's basically how you, I, I think, I think that's just me. I, so just check that in yourself and see, is there that yes, God, when you do those things or is it just an action you're doing to fit in? Yes. And, and I want to leave you. Uh, with this on crosswalk.com it was the the key to drawing near to god um uh what do you call it not pamphlet um website here i forgot the word for it but uh mm. they bring two good points for it uh first worship brings an upward look at at a glance of god on his throne and it causes us to remember how good he is and the second one which is um um talking about what checking your heart and what miguel was saying here Worship brings an inward look and it makes you realize yeah. how, who you are and, and really makes that introspection uh, cause you to uh, be introspective on yourself and, and wonder, OK, where am I at? And actually, one thing that uh, I know me and Miguel practice is when worship starts in church, we, we pray first. Yes, we're like, definitely. Pray, we pray to God and we're like, God, let me set, set my eyes on you and focus on you. You know, let my heart be clear and empty. Because, again, it's that. We forget we're entering the presence of a holy, righteous, almighty God. Like He created us. He took his, he took his time yeah. to make you not an image of a dog, not an image of a fish, not an image of a bird or some magical being that you can only think of because it doesn't exist in his image. Yeah. Like you really have to like, I think we rush too fast in worship a lot of times where it's like, and I'm, I'm, I guess I'm speaking right now on the, on the Sunday part of worship or church service, whatever you go to church. We just jump into the songs like, no, stop, sit back and pray. Like, enter his presence. When you pray, normally in your daily lives, enter his presence. When you wake up, you're waking up in his presence. I think we forget that so often. He's always around you. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. 
It's omniscient. Like, omnipotent. Omnipotent. Whatever the word is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's always there. Like, he's not, he hasn't left anywhere. Mm-hmm. In Psalms 13, when David asked, where were you? He was there with him. Allowing him to experience life. Mm-hmm. But he was there nonetheless. Yeah. Like, we're so quick to forget that. Yeah. So, so think about that. Um, be, be genuine and, and, and I guess um, do it with, with um, how would you say, like, do it with, like, fervor, fervently. Um, do it with importance, you know. Um, and when you, when you I think have be this, conscious with it. Yeah, conscious. Yeah, do, do it with, with fire behind you, you know, because yeah. it, it all, it's all about learning more about yourself and learning more about God and, and ways maybe it'll open yourself up and humble yourself to um to more ways to worship God. Maybe there's gifts that you never knew you had. You yep. know? So um thank you for joining us on this on this uh second episode. Um we hope you enjoyed. I hope you uh join us for the the pod uh the, the live, live event. coming up next week. Yeah, next week. Next week Wednesday. Well we switched we switched it from Saturday to Wednesday because we want you guys to have some sort of content every week instead of yeah. every other week. Um, so join us then. Uh, we love you. We hope you guys, uh, have a blessed day. And as always, don't forget that Christianity isn't a religion. It's a relationship that God has reestablished with his children.